0: Hello and welcome to DocuPied, a podcast about anime, manga, light novels, and industry news. I'm your host, Brandon, otherwise known as DocPay, and I was totally going to do something else for this episode, but then I realized what episode number it was and figured, screw it, let's talk about Romance. So this episode is going to have five recommendations for romance manga, anime, and another thing at the end. So listen to find out. (laughs) I would love to have included light novels, but I just have not read enough romance. And frankly, romance isn't really my favorite genre out there. So it's not something I necessarily seek out. I have ended up watching many romance anime series and reading many romance manga over the years but at least with light novels the list of like licensed romance based ones isn't huge and I just have not explored it. So yeah let's jump right in. I'm going to start with I guess the five anime recommendations for romance series. And Before I jump in, this is not like a top five, this isn't like a top five favorite. There's no order or ranking or anything like that for these. I just looked over my you know, manga shelf and looked th- through some uh, stuff I've watched and picked five out that were more focused on the actual romance than other elements generally and picked five series that I have enjoyed. So no real methodology, no real ranking, no ne- n- real claim to anything but just, you know, here's some five things that uh, if you like romance, give them a go. Although given what I've picked, some of these are, are very classic. But anyway, let's jump right in. Let's start with anime. So again, romance is not my like top favorite genre out there. So there are I'm sure more and better romance series. And if you have your own recommendation, feel free to leave a comment or Shoot me a message on Twitter or something. But here we go. First one. This one's gonna sound super obvious, but Tora Dora. It's a classic for a reason. I absolutely love the story. It's been a couple years since I've rewatched it, but it is a go to romance story. It is based on a light novel which I own but have not read, so I can't speak to the original. But the anime is great. It has some moments that can be a little frustrating, but overall, the main relationship between the characters is very compelling, and it's just a very good show. Next up, another classic in, in my view, it is Honey and Clover. So this one is also based on a manga by the same author who did March Comes in Like a Lion, for example. Uh, this one is set in college instead of high school like Toradora, but Honey and Clover is set in college in like an art club, and it's got a nice, vibrant cast of characters with a slew of like relationships between them. And overall it's just a really good series. I've not read the manga version, just watched the anime, and I really liked it. It's fun, it's funny, it's got its good moments, and it's just really well like written and has interesting characters and stuff. Next up, another genre staple we're gonna say. It is... Kimi ni Todoke. It is maybe the mo- one of the most iconic romance series, you know, manga anime. I'm just talking about the anime for this one. It was one of the like first blown up shoujo type series that just dominated back in the day. And for good reason. It's nice. It's cute. The main couple is heartwarming and adorable. And there are plenty of like classic shojo tropes, which can get frustrating like going back to it, but there's enough between the various cast members and the actual romance plot that make this still like a worthy classic. It's just it's got so much fun sparkles and bubbles and it's a fun it's a fun anime. You should you should watch it if you've never gotten around to it. Next up is somewhat of a I don't want to call it like oddball pick, but it's my love story. Again, also based on a manga. I'd actually have to look to see for some like original plot romance anime, like romance focused anime. But anyway, my love story, it's an endearing, fun, funny story that focuses on a central couple of like this big hulking gorilla dude and the like cute small girl who falls in love with them and they fall in love with each other and go out and that kind of thing. And there's lots of fun misunderstanding well not quite like early on there's a little bit of misunderstandings about who likes who and that kind of thing but it's not a like will they won't they forever type thing they do get together and from there it's just a very fun cute romance story between i guess like an unlikely couple somewhat of a i don't want to say beauty and the beast-esque but because the main guy is not like troubled or problematic he's actually a real sweetheart you know a nice softy but it's just a nice, light, fluffy romance story. And the last one is kind of, I mean, it's a romance, uh, but it's Utano Prince Sama. It's a reverse harem story, which is why, you know, it is romance. The, all the main, like, male cast are out to romance, are the main character, but it centers around the fact that it's a bunch of, like, boy band singers, like, musical stuff. So there's lots of singing in rainbows and it's a fantastic anime series that's just out there wacky and fun so if you're up for a good reverse harem i hate the word reverse harem it's just kind of a harem but like usually harem in anime means male main character with a bunch of female like romantic interests whereas reverse harem is just the opposite where the main character is female with a bunch of male romantic interests While I wouldn't say the actual romance plot will ever conclude or is like as compelling, uh, it is fun and there are many like hot guy tropes for you to pick from if that's your thing. So that's why I included it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's five anime. Like I said, it's not like a top five. It's not like a my favorite five. It's just kind of a here's some like romance stuff. Give it a go. Some of them are just such like big names and classic names within the fandom though that if you know anything, like if you've watched any romance series, you've honestly probably watched Toradora or heard of Kimi Nitsuroke. but I had to include them because I love them and they're classics for a reason. So there you go. All right, next up, manga. This one was a bit harder because I have read uh, and enjoyed a lot more like romance stuff, but I picked five. It was actually kind of hard to narrow down and hard to, like, go back and find some of the stuff that I really enjoyed in the past that I've like finished and maybe haven't thought about in like a decade. But we're gonna start off. Here's the first one. This one's an obvious one. I've done a couple podcast episodes about it, but teasing Master Takagi-san. The third season of the anime is airing right now. It's adorable. It is fun. Yes, it's more slice of life comedy, but the main pair Takagi and Nishikata are like the primary thrust of romance uh romance isn't the right word they're young but Takagi obviously loves Nishikata and so she teases him Nishikata develops growing feelings for her and there's just it's very sweet and it's nice to watch like their dynamic and relationship grow and develop over time the teasing isn't mean-spirited it never f- particularly feels like too much for me I'm quite fond of it. I love the author, Soichiro Yamamoto, and his other works are all great. Like, When Will Ayuma Make His Move? That's another really good, like, romantic slice-of-life comedy series. That's a bonus, there you go. <laughs> um, but I've already talked at length about teasing Master Takagi-san, so you can go listen to that episode if you want to hear more about it. But it's great. All right, next up, Mia. This one had a recent anime adaptation that kind of sped through the original source material which is why i'm including the manga here and not the anime and the anime version or list horimiya uh, by hero has 10 volumes and it's a series where the main like couple come together quite early on and it's all about their dynamic and growing in that relationship and learning about each other getting to know each other's family and personalities outside of school so this one is set in school or high school, but it does feel a lot more realistic in terms of like actual relationship progression and like the people drama. Whereas as much as I love like Kimi ni Toroke, that's got some shoujo tropes that just are can be very frustrating. Whereas I think Horimiya sidesteps a lot of that and feels a lot more grounded and realistic in terms of its portrayal of its like cast. The main couple, Hori and Miyamura, are a good match like they play off each other really well, and so it just makes the whole like romance and plot angle work well because they're compelling characters together. It's just a good romance story i was I'm very fond of it. It has a couple volumes towards like the middle ish or like the latter half that maybe drag on a little bit, and there are some side character plots and romances that don't necessarily go too far or go anywhere but overall it's a very good series. So next up we've got High Score Girl by Rensuke Oshikiri. I've talked about this already but it is an adorable like retro gaming focused manga series. I mean the anime is great too but I'm including the manga just because uh while the artwork might be like the art style um, might be a little bit of an acquired taste to some people. I do quite enjoy it and and think it fits like the romance, not the romance style, the, the style of storytelling that the author goes for. Our main couple in the story is very compelling, their relationship and rivalry. And then, of course, they introduce a third, a little bit into it, that creates some nice like story tension and drama and so while r- romance might not be like the very first like listing for this series because it's more of a it's definitely like a rom-com but it's got like retro gaming and arcades and so if that's your thing it's definitely worth checking out okay next up this one is one that I wouldn't say forgotten about but it's been a long time since it finished and so when I came across the image of it I was like holy crap I remember loving this way back when and so I had to include it and that would be Prunus Girl by Tomoki Matsumo. It's six volumes, I don't think it was ever licensed in English so. so obviously I read this way back in the day. I was still buying and collecting manga but this one has never been licensed. So that it is included on the list. I'm not necessarily recommending you go out and you know pirate it or whatever but you can buy the original Japanese volumes and there do there do exist translations for it. It is a another like romance series set in high school. I wish I had more like adult romances now, but you know I read this one way back when. But it is a romance set between our main character and, or well, the two main characters, one being like a cross-dressing guy, and the other one being a guy. <laughs> so it's one of those like otokonoko type stories and. I always, you know, remember thinking the relationship between them was really compelling and interesting, and just nice to see that they like both cared about each other. Although from what I remember, there was it's another kind of teasing type story to a degree, where Akar like, was always like teasing the guy. I f- I forget some of the plot points and names and stuff. It's been so long since I read it, but I just remember really, really liking it way back when or being somewhat of a non-standard romance type story. Okay, and then lastly is A Bride's Story by Kaoru Mori. I love Kaoru Mori's work. A Bride's Story is gorgeous. I haven't talked about it on the podcast yet, I don't think. I will someday, for sure. But the artwork is absolutely gorgeous, stunningly detailed. It's a historical fiction, and it covers and follows the lives of like various brides and wives set in like the late 19th century somewhere around central asia kind of like the silk road-esque area and like timeline so the primary focus of each like i don't want to call them story arc but focus groups are the like wives in these different areas and towns and cities and their relationship with their family and their community and their husbands. It's one of the best manga out there. I love it. It's easily probably one of my favorites. I know I say that a lot, but this one's very up there. It's got that historical fiction angle, you know, fascinating look into cultures that I'm not as super familiar with. The artwork, again, amazing, detailed, and the characters are all interesting, unique, and just compelling. It's fantastic. I can't recommend A Brad Story enough. I will someday do a full episode about it, but when I was thinking of romance, I couldn't think of anything necessarily that I thought was like better than this. It's amazing. So there you go. There's five romance anime and manga series that I like and recommend. I know this one's kind of a short, weird one, but I had to do something for episode 69 for fun. And here's that uh, that clickbait from the beginning where I said I would recommend one more thing. So here's a couple H-manga artists that are known for their, well, either, you know, very vanilla stories or just, you know, ones I like a lot. So the GOAT one everyone like knows and recognizes, Napata. And then another, like, hugely well-known popular vanilla artist, Ki, that actually has... You know some semblance of story and plot, and then a couple more of my favorites for fun: B Nantoka, B Savan, and this author actually, I think we just got one of their non-H manga series licensed in English: uh, Ikuhana Nero. They've got some actually like good story writing beyond just the H part. So there you go. I'm not going to go into any details on those H manga artists, but. You can look them up and find them. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Follow my Twitter. I am DocPay for updates. And please, if you like DocuPied, leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every review helps. I'll catch you next time.